This is a podcast from Rover. This is ASB's Level Up podcast. A masterclass for your money with Tegan Yorath. Today, TikTok and Instagram influencer, Caitlin Wig. I am terrible. Terrible at spending. And ASB financial wellness guru, Liz Reed. It can be really hard and confronting to kind of look at, here's where I'm spending my money. But actually, that's really important. Before we get started, you need to know that the views in this podcast are those of the guests and hosts only. As everyone's circumstances differ, you should seek appropriate professional advice. Welcome to ASB's Level Up podcast. I am Tegan Yorath, and whether you want to be bougie on a budget or get the skills to pay the bills, this podcast will help you level up your money game. We're starting with a subject I care about, which is being bougie on a budget. Just because I'm looking to be wise with my money doesn't mean I can't live a little, right? Today, we've got someone I'm very excited to hang out with on the podcast, and her name is Caitlin Wick. Caitlin has risen to Kiwi TikTok fame with her daily vlogs, where she covers fashion and the foodie lifestyle. I then headed over to Deadwood Deli, picked up a coffee and a sandwich, which looks kind of gross, but it was delicious. From what we hear, she needs some serious help with her finances. So welcome, Caitlin, to the show. I can't. What a setup! What a setup! I feel like oh, there was God. there was no way that could go well uh, by setting you up like that. So, is this going in the TikTok vlog today? Oh my God! Of course, of course, of, of course. course. This is a highlight of my day. Oh, thank you. Um, hopefully, highlight of your week by the oh, end of this, if yes. we get some nice financial tips. So, uh, for people who don't know you, how would you describe yourself? Oh, I am mid to late twenties Auckland gal. Mm-hmm. I hate when people describe people as basic, but like I'm, <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm just gonna own the basic title. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am the everyday Auckland basic B. Yeah, um, I work in PR, awesome. love fashion, love food, love meeting people. That's about a very quick roundup. I, I, I think there's something uh, great about having some onus and knowing that you're a little bit basic. Yeah. I know I'm a little bit basic from time to time. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Love my ice lattes. Love my almond <laughs> croissants and my avocado toast. So I uh, found Caitlin. You came up on my TikTok algorithm. That's how I know who you are. And uh, I love all your daily vlogs. I think it's really nice. There's like this notion of uh, people on TikTok. Uh, I, th- and I don't want to call you an influencer, but it's like I feel like it's a more personal personal connection to someone when they're doing daily vlogs. So it's like a really easy to digest kind of content. I feel like I live through you a little bit. Do you get that kind of comment often? Yes, all the time. Yeah. And when people come up to me like in public and they say hi and they'll start rattling off questions about my life and what I'm doing and how was this and how was that? And at first I was like, oh my God, this is so strange. But then I was like, oh no, like these people, they do, they know every inch of my life and mm. people do acknowledge it. They're like, I'm so sorry, this must be so weird, but like, you know, I love your cat Tully and things like that. Yeah. And, and I'm like, no, I'm used to it now. Like you mm. guys are my friends. I feel like there'd be a lot of pressure doing daily vlogs and stuff like that. Do you feel like you have to live a little bit bigger when you're vlogging every day? Like does your life have any sort of like GST on it? Like what's the deal there? Definitely at the start I did when mm-hmm. I first started doing it. I mean, when I first started doing it, I did it for fun and it was during lockdown and so I wasn't actually doing much and I was documenting my days just, you know, out of habit for me, found that people really liked it. And then as we came out of lockdown and my following started growing, I definitely felt this pressure like, 
oh, I need to be, you know, buying things to be doing a haul with and I need to be going out to restaurants and trying the food at this cool new place. Mm. Now I've definitely come to terms with it and, you know, I will post about, you know, if I'm hungover on a Sunday and I don't leave my house and order <laughs> order McDonald's for three meals. Yeah. But, yeah, it was at the start it was something that I did put a lot of pressure on myself for mm. and now I've kind of gotten used to it and eased off a bit. How does it make you feel when people are bringing up the subject of money because I know you do like you do clothing hauls and stuff yes. like that or yeah. you might do hauls where you've gone um, to Mecca like a makeup store or something like that uh, how, how does that make you feel when people perhaps like comments and stuff they want to bring up money and finances because you're you know the perception is is that you shop a lot as long as I'm happy with the way that I'm living my life I feel comfortable I'm not really bothered by what anybody else has to say and there will be, you know, there's always going to be people commenting and judging how much I spent on something. But I'm like, look, if it's got value to me, then it's worth it to me. And it's my money, not your money. So <laughs> politely. <laughs> but let's talk about your spending habits. Do you rate yourself? Oh, very poorly. Very poorly? <laughs> very poorly. I am terrible, terrible I'm, at spending. Okay. Are there any sort of like dicey decisions you've made when it comes to spending? Definitely. Impulse purchasing Mm -hmm. is the first one. I am still working on it. I'm a lot better than I was a few years ago. Now I work, you know, I will go and look and find something in a store and I will really think about how it's going to fit into my wardrobe, if it's a piece of clothing, how many times I'm going to wear it. I really look at the cost per wear of an item especially a bigger item. That's how I kind of look at the value of something. Uh, But, you know, did a ton of impulse and, you know, trend purchases, I Mm -hmm. guess, when I was younger. Have also definitely uh, done the overdraft and credit card mistakes. Ah! (laughs) That gives me anxiety already. But sometimes what I've noticed on your TikTok in particular is I think you do have like a balance of sometimes you'll spend a little bit more money on an item, sometimes it's uh, maybe be a dupe or a clever sort of cheaper Mm -hmm. option so is that a conscious decision you're making yes definitely yeah and it's with specific items in my wardrobe um so like my outfit today for example I'm wearing a Maggie Marilyn coat that was a decent a a decent price yeah but I bought it three years ago and I bought it because I was like this is a winter coat this is something I'm going to have forever it is timeless and seasonless in terms of colors and the design and it's amazing and I've gotten so much wear out of it Mm -hmm. the rest of my outfit my jeans and my top are both from Glassons yeah because I'm like that's lower price they're still great fit decent quality and I enjoy them they might not be in my wardrobe forever but And also your coat's black and white. Like, how can you go wrong with black and white? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really tough when you, like, are trying to weigh up the options. You know, like, something like basics. Like, I find I will splurge a little bit more on, like, really good quality basics in my wardrobe. So, like, whether that's the white tees and stuff like that. Like, I've got quite a few things from Skims now, which is Kim Kardashian's, like, Skims. basics shapewear brand. Uh, a little more pricey, but fantastic quality. And they have the best fit any of, I've ever seen. They and in, in the wash they've kept well so that's something I'm okay like spending the money on but there's other stuff where I'd be like oh my god I got that on sale 
style, like uh, like heels. I'll be wearing some cool heels, and someone will be like, "Where'd you get that?" Iconic, that brand Daisy, and I got them on sale for twenty five bucks. Like because I know I don't wear heels ever, so it's not something I'm going to spend a lot of money on. Yeah. So I think because we're sometimes splurging, sometimes uh, you know finding a cheaper alternative, we're going to play a little uh, game of scrimp or splurge. You got ten options. Fun. Okay. Ten options. At least five of them have to be um, something you splurge on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're ready. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Leather boots. Splurge. That's the investment. Okay. A long weekend away. Splurge. Splurge. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the other options are. <laughs> okay. Sunnies. Save. Okay, we're saving on sunnies. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of cheaper options you can get with sunnies. Exactly, and you can get really cool, cheaper sunnies, and then you're not going to be fussed if you sit on them or they fall in the ocean, like once happened to my expensive sunnies. Mm-hmm. So. Your next birthday night. Oh, I can already tell you that's going to be a splurge. I'm already planning it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about the work Christmas party outfit? Save. Safe. That's yeah. good. Oh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm with that. I'm with that. I've. I've stopped the. Uh, the occasion buying. Yes. The one off. Buy this outfit for this night, or you've got something coming up in the weekend, and you're like, oh, I need to buy out for that. For that. Yeah. No, no, you don't. You've no. actually got heaps of clothes. Like, uh, yeah. I guarantee yeah. you, there's something in your wardrobe that will yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about a new laptop or phone? Splurge. Okay. Active- Those are important. <laughs> How about active wear? Splurged me. I don't know what number I'm up to on my splurges. <laughs> you might have a few too many. I think activewear, you can find, I find some really good basics at like Cotton On Body and um, I've had a few things from there, but then I, I balance it out with other stuff that's, it just depends on what the piece is, I think. I was going to say, I, yeah. I want to go 50-50 with that one because yeah. I would save on tops and crop tops, but I will always spend on tights because I don't want to be that person in the gym that bends over and your tights go completely see-through. True. they got to be squat-proof. Yes. They've got to be squat-proof. Exactly. Also, do squat test in the changing room. Mm-hmm. And gym shoes. I think that's one you have oh, to spend on. Otherwise, yep. you're just going to get injured. Uh, what about watches and jewellery? You can, if you need to save, you can save on those. How about a car? Oh, Save. 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 Okay, okay. But like mid-range save. Don't save so much that it's dangerous, <laughs> but like you don't need to buy a brand new Audi off the off the lot. Absolutely not. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. I, I think I bought a, my car, I drive around, I wanted a Mazda CX-5. That was what I wanted, this like mum car. I but then I cars. Yeah. And then I found I could get a Mitsubishi ASX, which is the same make, like model, style, whatever. But it was like five, six grand cheaper. Mm. So it was just like, you know, why not? And no one cares when I'm driving around a Mitsubishi. Like, who cares? No. I've, I'm not a car girl, though. Not a car girl. <laughs> and how about almond croissants? Oh, splurge. Gotta Where's, be a splurge. Where do you feel like, when it comes to your money habits, do you think that's something you've navigated on your own? Or have you learned it from friends and family? Like, where did you pick those up? Definitely learnt habits mm-hmm. in my youth from family growing yeah. up. Uh, and then have had to you know, teach myself along the way, I guess, as well. I've seen friends doing a lot better than me. (laughs) (laughs) Like in high school, I had this friend. She's amazing. She's still amazing with money. I mean, that's probably why she has a house right now and I Mm -hmm. do not. Mm -hmm. But she would, when she was working in high school, she would put 50% of her paycheck into her savings. I was always so jealous of people like that. Yeah. I was like, I want to do that. But then I also wanted the Deadly Ponies handbag. Yeah. (laughs) Being bougie on a budget. What does that look like? And do you think it's possible? 
I think it's definitely possible. I feel like this might be a bit of a cop-out answer, but I feel like it's more of an attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, you know, if you're if you're looking for pieces that are classic, timeless, they're not trendy pieces that you can get, you know, you can go to an op shop and get some amazing pieces. Mm-hmm. You can shop the sale sections of yep. high-end stores. You can, you know, buy the mid-range fashion for a lower price but still look incredibly bougie. Mm-hmm. You still look great. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about having a budget. Do you have one? And do you have like a money plan? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I say through gritted teeth. <laughs> I have like, I know all of my bills mm-hmm. and all of my expenses and yeah. I make sure that those are accounted for every month. But aside from that, I am terrible at budgeting. I've tried multiple times and I just, I just, I'm just not a numbers person either. So I just don't mm-hmm. think it comes very naturally to me. It can be overwhelming. It is. It's it can be so super overwhelming. overwhelming. I look at all the numbers on the page and I'm just like, mm, no, thank you. Good that we're talking about budget because we actually have an ex. So coming up next, we're going to be talking to Liz Reed, who is the customer experience owner for ASB's Digital Finance Wellbeing Squad. And I feel like uh, maybe you might need some tips, Caitlin. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> just a few. We're here on ASB's Level Up podcast, and now we have an expert to talk about all things money, all things putia, all things budgeting, finances. Her name is Liz Reed. She is the customer experience owner for ASB's Digital Financial Wellbeing Squad. Welcome, Liz. Thank you very much. Great to be here. What's the goal of the Financial Wellbeing Squad at ASB? Our goal is to deliver experiences and tools that help customers, so people like you guys, help to improve your financial wellbeing and really your kind of relationship with money. So understanding it, knowing where it's going and helping you helping you guys to get better at it. Mm-hmm. Now you've been sitting here very quietly while me and Caitlin have been having a discussion about when we splurge, when we don't and uh, I think the last note that Caitlin left on was, no I don't have a budget. <laughs> I did, I heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would be your overall impression of both mine and Caitlin's spending habits and attitude towards money? Yeah, really different I think. Mm-hmm. You know Caitlin I think you've, it feels like you've been on a real journey to kind of understand your money and come to grips with it. With it. You've been through you know the bit of the impulse spending stage. And then Tegan, it sounds like you've had more of a conservative approach to money, been a little bit thoughtful about things, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is awesome. What I was really stoked to hear both you guys talk about was that you've become really aware or are really aware of money now. And you know that it's important. And it sounds like you're starting to identify ways that you can get better at it and get yourself ahead, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And just because we have different attitudes, I still think we found a lot of common ground in little things totally. that like mm. we're still going to spend 300 bucks on a pair of boots or something like that even though that's a it's a material thing it it gives us some value like I I know buying these boots made me feel like a bag of beans and I was super stoked about it but I know that like my mum would probably roll her eyes are there any sort of basic decisions perhaps for either of us or small changes that we could make that would help us save money I'll pick up on Caitlin's last point, which was really around just having a budget. Mm. And I know that can be really challenging and it doesn't feel like it's for everyone, but it's kind of the first place to start because then you know what you're working with. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of you know what your position is and you know how to make a plan to move forward. And budgeting, it, it can feel hard, but it doesn't need to be. There's kind of like four key parts to budgeting. So the first one is to kind of get a sense of where you're at. So know how much money you're making, you know, whether it's weekly, fortnightly or monthly. 
quickly and then find a budget style that works for you and there's a couple of different ways you can do that and then be realistic like it's really easy to kind of go I'm going to save you know 80% of my income but we know that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, we come across those boots, we come across those bags. I know that as well as you do. So just be realistic and kind of think about what am I most likely to be able to stick to and then track it. You're always going to have to come back and tweak your budget. You know, things change, stuff goes up up in cost and making sure you're just kind of across that and tweaking it as you need to to kind of track towards those goals that you have. What would be some of the maybe more common financial mistakes any of us make? I think a really common one is to lose sight of the big picture and the longer term goals. So it's really easy to get swept up in everyday, day-to-day stuff, living life is so full on and busy and you kind of lose sight of where you want to be financially and you don't kind of take the time to reflect on what your money habits might be. And, you know, it can be really hard and confronting to kind of look at here's where I'm spending my money and here's what I'm not saving. But actually that's really important because, you know, no doubt you've got some long-term goals that you want to achieve. And so just taking the time to reflect on that and think about, is this, you know, working towards my bigger picture? Uh, I think that's a really, really common one. What would be your bigger picture, Caitlin? I've just gone freelance. And so you're talking about making a budget and, you know, know how much you're earning weekly and then plan out your spending and plan out your budget. But for me, going freelance, the there is no guaranteed income. And, you know, some months I earn more than other months. Mm, and mm. it's a very fresh thing for me. It's only been a couple of months. So I'm still trying to kind of figure out how to navigate that. And, you know, a lot of people do ask me as well who are freelancers. They come to me and they go, how do you do it? And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out too. So yeah, if you had any tips on that, then that would be really helpful as well. Yeah, that's a great question. And it's a really interesting challenge to kind of face. The first step is to really get a clear picture of your kind of fixed financial outgoings. So all the stuff that you know you need to pay on a weekly, fortnightly, whatever frequency. And then um, we talk about at ASB this idea of rainy day. So those are, that's kind of having a buffer in place to be able to navigate the unexpected. In the sense we talk about it, we think about, you know, if you had a big major car repair bill or a dental bill or something like that. But in your case, it would be really helpful to have a buffer, like a rainy day buffer, so that you can navigate those times with a bit more certainty. Mm. So if your income is, you know, a little bit lower in one month than it might be in another, it kind of takes the pressure off. So I think that would be a really good place to start. Mm. And the second thing I'd say is probably go and have a conversation with your bank. You know, a lot of people think that they will only go and talk to a bank when they need to open an account or get a credit card or whatever. But they're actually there to help you be good with money. So, you know, you can have a conversation. They can understand your goals Mm. and then help you come up with a bit of a plan. And there's lots of cool tools and stuff these days that you can use to help help you kind of manage and navigate that. So I'd really encourage you to, to do that. Yeah, well, that's really helpful. And I bank with ASB, so I'm oh, glad to hear it. I would say my sort of big financial goal, and this is, you know, a, a really long-term one, is I have that classic Kiwi dream of owning a home. Sure. And whether that's uh, on, I do that on my own or whether I do that with my boyfriend, uh, like, because house prices are so massive and mm. feel so unattainable. And although I am good with my money, it's so overwhelming. What would I have to do to get there? I can appreciate how overwhelming it is. You mm. know, it is 
a huge, huge amount of money. And, you know, it's great that you recognise it's going to take some time to get there. That's the reality. Without wanting to labour this point, I think a really good place to start is to start with your budget. Like, where are you at right now? What is your position? You know, are there some things that you could do to start increasing your savings? You know, you guys talked a lot about splurging or, or skimping, you know, and you identified a few ways where you could kind of move away from a splurge and save a bit of money. It's like looking at things like that that you could do to help save a bit of money. So budgeting is really important. And again, I think the second thing is, you know, once you've got a budget, you need to plan. And talking to your bank is the best place to start. The experts, that's what they're there for. And they can help you make a plan to get there. But I think my advice would be like, don't lose sight of that goal. It's, you know, I can see you're really passionate about it and that's awesome. Mm. Just make the most of the experts that are around you and get them to help you to, to get there. What would be some easy to stomach budget advice, some really simple stuff? Yeah, I think you can approach budgeting in a few different ways. Like there's a few different kind of methods and stuff you could use. One that I really like is creating like multiple accounts for different things. So, you know, if you've got um, money for entertainment or shopping or whatever it is, um, setting up different accounts to manage that money. So you can kind of put money in that you've budgeted yourself and you know exactly how much you've got left to spend on those things. You know exactly where you're at. Makes it a little bit harder for you to overspend. Another one might be what we call the 50, 30, 20 rule. So that's where you use like 50% of your income towards your kind of non-negotiable bills and stuff like your rent or your insurance or whatever the Mm -hmm. case might be. And then allow about 30% for things like entertainment and shopping, just kind of living, and then try and save 20%. You know, it can be a really good rule of thumb. Again, everyone is really different and it's about finding a way that works for you, but there's definitely a few ways to approach that. I think one that uh, my parents told me as well is like just save a third. Sure. Just a third of everything, and I think that's been really helpful for me. But I'm I'm the same in the sense that I do a little bit of like freelance stuff. So mm. some some months I've got my salary, but then some months it's like you might get a big bulk payment, and you're like, what do I do with this? You're like, like yeah. shopping. You think, yeah. <laughs> I, but I have a rule now: at least half of that, if I do get those like mm. one-off payments, it's just straight into an account. That my parents uh, they came up with an idea, and this, this I started this when I was at uni. They have an account that is my account and it's all my money, but in order to access it, I have to ask them. Oh, nice. And my mum will be like, why? What do you need Mm. that for? How come? So I have an automatic payment every single week. It just goes into this account that my parents have that they control. But it's all my money. They don't touch it whatsoever, but it's just sitting. Yeah, (laughs) that's a really great tip, though. So it's kind of the idea of paying yourself first, you know, Mm. so when you get your wages or salary, whatever, and making sure some of that goes into a savings account Mm. before you even get a chance to spend it, you know, Mm -hmm. setting up an AP, automatic payment, whatever the case might be. Go your mum. She sounds awesome. Oh, no. She is. She is, and it's so funny. Like I just don't even bother asking now. If I need something, I actually just save from the the account that I like my spending account. I have like another savings account. Like I've got accounts on accounts. I just don't even know what I'm doing now. But it's like I just forget about that one because it's an automatic yeah. payment, and the money goes out before I even see it. So it's kind of nice um, that they have it. But I th- I find my mum a lot scarier and harder <laughs> to approach about getting money out than I would a bank if I just had it in a yeah. completely different bank. If you yeah. know what I mean. Great approach. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. 
I think that's enough money chat for today. My brain's about to explode because I thought I was uh, pretty awesome with my money, but it feels like I need to go and do an Excel spreadsheet. So thank you so much, Liz, for all of your advice. I think I wanna, I'm going to speak on behalf of you, Caitlin, but I think we've both mm. benefited from that very much. Oh, yeah. And uh, thank you, Caitlin, for being so candid about your spending habits and what you do. And uh, if anyone wants to find you online, where can they go? At Caitlin Wig. It's on same on Instagram and TikTok, and that's Wig with two eyes, one G, not the other way around. And hey, you might actually see a little daily vlog that has um, me and Liz in it. So there you of go. Of course, we've got to take a clip <laughs> after this. Exactly. ASB's <laughs> Level Up podcast. A masterclass for your money. Search ASB Budgeting for all the tips and tools you need to get started.